Hello and welcome back to All The Overs, um, the only Essex cricket podcast. Uh, this is an exceptional one. Um, obviously, we are not seeing any cricket at the moment, um, but do, we'll just do introductions. So, for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Terry. Uh, Owen. Cheese. And Cheese is joining us on the phone um, because, obviously, we are obeying the lockdown rules and are all isolated. So... That's good. Um, how how are how are we all? How is everyone? Yeah, not too bad. You know, getting used to to life in the lockdown. Yes, same here. Just trying to see the positives. It's a lot of, lot of cleaning the flat. A lot of cleaning. Cleaned the toaster this morning. It's looking very sparkly. Oh, well done. Thank you. Good tasks. Um, I haven't actually achieved anything this morning yet, but I'm hopeful. Gonna go for a run later, maybe. So that's basically about it. But I think um, we're quite lucky, aren't we? Really, most of us we've got um, reasonable um, spaces to wander around, and you know, lucky luckier than than others, I think. So, but um, the reason that we are we are podcasting today. Um, so, thank you to all of you who have been in touch with us uh, via Twitter. Um, it's really nice to hear from you guys. Um, we are we've we've got a few things to talk about today, um, but yeah, unusual unusual circumstances um, to be talking about cricket when there actually isn't any cricket. But Owen's been doing something interesting, haven't you, Owen? To Have kind I? of bide your time. It's not been Essex related, but oh no, yeah, yeah, don't talk about that. You <laughs> waxing your bat? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got to that stage yet. Not quite quite there. But, um, uh, I think it's a fun little tip for people if if they've got so you, access. You, do either of you listen to Tailenders, that podcast with um, Felix, James Anderson and Felix, Felix White? White. Well, they they were talking about uh, watching old Test matches and live scoring them. So I've got a score book that I've had in my bedroom from a uh, from a cricket club, and I've just been I found the entire 2013 Ashes series on online. So I've been doing that ball by ball scoring. I'm on the fifth Test at the moment going well yeah I think that's a really good way of spending time especially when the sun's out as well and you've got the window open you could always be there couldn't you yeah awesome okay well we've done checking in um I think the big news really is um well two two items of big news but the first one um Simon Harmer being named wisdom cricketer of the year very well deserved in my view what do you guys think yeah, it'd been strange if he wasn't named, given that his season had last time, you know, captaining us to the T20 finals day in victory and then taking the most wickets in the county championship and winning the county championship. Um, I don't know, how, I can't off the top of my head remember how many five-wicket hauls he got in last season, but it was seen to be every other innings. It was a lot. Uh, so, yeah, it'd been one of these ones where you just, like, um, Porter, when we won it last, two years ago, was quite a nice... Um, Icing on the cake was harm. It just felt as if I'd be really surprised if he wasn't on that in that top five. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely spot. On. Like domestically, I don't think anyone had a, a better season than him. Like winning two titles, just the absolute dominance in his field as well. Like I think he is the best spinner in the county game at the moment. Yeah. Some say uh, the world. Yeah. I think I think that's a definite great shout for the for the world as well. The fact that he's not playing international cricket is a bit of a travesty, but that's our game, so I'm not going to complain <laughs> uh, too much. 
and there's just those highs like the the tw- 2020 final like unreal yeah all the pressure on him to just you know stand up and perform and yeah there's just the consistency and the Hampshire game like I was looking through when we said oh you know Harmer we should talk about this and everything else I was like oh what are the highlights and that Hampshire game where he took like 12 wickets across the two innings and we bowled them out for like 88 runs inside two days on their second innings just what a game that was and just what dominance he had yeah yeah I, I, I agree it's it's he, the interviews have been given so he's on he was on um I think I saw he was on the Crick Info podcast or something um he's he he's comes across as a very very driven person like he was talking about how when people say in April in England uh it's not it's more for seamers rather than spinners and he, when he got told that when he came over to play county cricket he was like well I'll prove you wrong I'll I'll get it turning on a on a green top wicket and he and he did obviously so it, I, I think it's it must be great to have him in the dressing room as someone who's just constantly trying to, to achieve your absolute maximum. But he's also got just absolute conviction in what he's doing, isn't he? Doesn't he? So in that um, T20 final, there were questions over um, how the bowling, like the last few overs, how the bowling should look. Um, and, you know, Harmon was like, no, this is this is what we're doing. And the outcome was just stunning. I've, wa- I've watched it back on YouTube like <laughs> probably seven or eight times. Um, and it is just... Stunning, stunning bowling. Yeah, yeah, true. And hopefully, it rubs off on people like Aaron Nager. You know, the, ne- the next generation of spinners coming through. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like that's how the um, the the bowling's going to go. But we can talk about that a bit later. Um, but it's really nice that Harmer's going to go down. Um, I mean, he's going down in history anyway. Um, but if you're Wisden Cricketer of the Year, I mean, that's that's kind of a it's a what, bit of a boon, isn't surprised. it? You know, when um, Essex announced the he'd be made on the list on their social media channels and they put on their website they've got a list of all the Essex players who've won it over the years oh right I was shocked at just how many Essex players have won it there's quite a few weren't there yeah yeah I, I didn't realise which was there was Graham Graham Gooch was on there yeah um, well it's supposed to be like Keith Boyce yeah. um, Alice Cook and they're, mm. they're all on there but it was just ones going back so I, you always think of Essex like pre the late 70s as not being, being a particularly good team just because of you know we didn't we didn't really, we didn't win anything did we, um, so, and now obviously I wasn't live for that to watch it so you just don't, I don't really think of the consciousness of of but look, looking the list and how many throughout the last century we yeah. you know, top top cricketers it's, it's quite nice because you don't they're not really immortalised around the ground are they no you've got Doug Insole's pavilion and a Graham Gooch stand and a Tom Pierce stand but all the rest of those players sort of been been lost to history really it's a bit of a shame. Maybe we should start an all the overs campaign to uh, resurrect the celebration of the Essex achievements over the last century. I'm sure you guys you go to a couple of away games a year and you see other counties doing much better than we do. Um, I think mean, we need a few statues. Yeah. Like, you, you go to like some of the places like Oval or, or Lords and there's statues or there's busts of people all around and you're just like, where's Simon Harmer and his shades? That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, this is true. But, but, I think it's, it's to do. The, to be fair, the, the, the scale of our club though doesn't really lend itself as well to that kind of um, those kind of fixtures. Really, you know, oval is is huge. It has the space to have those. I mean, I'm not suggesting we don't do it. Cause I think it'd be. I think it's brilliant. It's just where would the stuff go? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I just think we did. So that Wisden did that. Obviously, I guess Tom 
Oh, Tom Lawrence. Uh, the guy who edits the wisdom. He must have quite have a lot of time on his hands at the moment. He put together that list of the um, the most successful counties in the last hundred years. And Essex are third. Oh. And you look at the other clubs around us, and they're much like uh, Warwickshire and Lancashire. They're much richer clubs. But it, and you walk into those grounds, and you, get, you feel that history. You go, just as Chi said, you go to the Oval, and you, you get yeah. the sense that Surrey are a big club, and they rightly deserved. But I think Essex would be nice if you came into the county ground and he just had a sort of a sense that the the the, the, it's a small ground and we're seen as a small team we've got lots and lots of successful history going back decades yeah it'd be nice if you had this feeling of that and it would be graham gooch statue would be awesome that would be absolutely brilliant with the moustache though has to be with the moustache that's a deal breaker (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm inclined to agree with that one definitely fab well our congratulations go to Simon Harmer. So well done, you. Uh, we're very proud. Um, obviously, the other big announcement: um, the Tom West- Tom Wesley as captain. What are our thoughts on that? Very well deserved. Uh, or well, he was vice captain, wasn't he? He was so. vice captain. He was a natural. It's a natural selection there. But um, he's a very different person to Ryan Tenderscarter, isn't he? But I think if you're going to make the change, now's the time to do it whilst all those experienced heads are still around the club. Yeah, he's got the support. Like, if you left it another three or four years, Kendo, Cook, probably aren't still in the squad or aren't as closely, you know, influential as they are now. Yeah. Yeah, true. But do you think he's going to have the chance to... Do you think, are we going to see a Tom Wesley team? Or is Tom Wesley just going to be a custodian of what's gone in the last three, four years? Because like, he's still in the dressing room. He's got, he's got the longest ever standing England captain in the dressing room. And he's got um, the T20 winning captain in the dressing room in Harmer. And then also his former captain, who's won the county championship twice in the dressing room. It'd be very, very hard to go, oh, well, this is how I want to do it. When you... you because what's gone on before has been so successful. I think it'll be a transition. I, I think, like, you don't do the Moyes. You don't come in, take over the big job, and completely gut the backroom staff and set yourself up for disaster. You you phase it. You you learn from everyone around you, and then you make subtle changes. You might go, all right, we're playing Lancashire. We don't need Tendo for this one. We can play someone else and then you start making the small tweaks like that rather than going right this is the new order these people are out these people are in we're going to play this way of cricket mm. yeah true but uh, to attend though do you, do you think maybe with this CV19 stuff going on we might because this might be his last season he's 40, 40 he's going to hit 40 years old this year I think I think we're coming close. I think this one or the next one. Might, I think the next one. I think because this one is so disrupted, a lot of people across the game as a whole are probably thinking, "Nah, I want to go out right rather than on a proper season." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think that's how I would want to go. But I just I, I think in terms of what the the squad will look like, I think that's just gonna, that's going to be quite interesting. Um, because obviously we, we've got a couple of um, 
people from the academy coming up um that's quite exciting but you know as you say we've got there's a lot of he'll have a lot of support it's how i suppose it's it's going to be how he uses that support isn't it really well i reckon um we'll see this assuming the county championship and stuff goes ahead this year it's not, it's not just a blast because that's all they can fit in but i think we'll see the same squad because apart from ravi papara everyone else is the same uh and you've got also the next two exceptions in 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 uh cook and um tender scarter the rest of the squad are under 30 so i think we've got a nucleus here that's the the last us for several seasons and if and if tom wesley is that sort of person who can just keep going with what's made essex so successful yeah then i think we should see a a sort of a golden era of essex cricket at the moment that's something to be very excited about we forget that Tom Lawrence is still very young. I know he's been around a few seasons. He started so young. He's still in his early twenties. Is he early twenties? Yeah, because he started playing. He's at seventeen. Because he's been around for so long, I you know my my kind of mental vision of him is is of someone older, yeah. um, and, and kind of how I mean we've seen him sort of mature on the pitch, haven't we? Because he was quite feisty in his his earlier years. But yeah, I, I, that's that's a good thing. He's around for a long time. You got other cooks, so. Sam Cook. Cook. Sam Cook, Aaron Beards, Jamie Porter, they're all very young. Yeah, and Sam Cook, I mean, he's, his last few, you know, seasons, I suppose, he, he's just really proven himself as, as someone who I think he, he's going to, I'll use the phrase, perhaps do a harmer. You know, he's, he's going to be one of those ones that further down the line is going to be really, really... Um, I can't think of the word, but I just I think he's he's going to have a, a, a monumental career. Um, he's going to be one of the ones that goes down, you know, in the annals of history because um, he he just is so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Tom Wensley captaincy covered. So we've kind of covered the predictions of the squad as well. Um, obviously, we've got Chopra, Patel, Pepper, Walter, um, and Kushi who's come up from the academy said to be uh, quite a good quite a good batsman if anyone's heard of much of him no i didn't i didn't go to watch second team games so i don't really know yeah i can't say i know too much but you know exciting times and hopefully he grabs the most of the, the opportunity yeah. one, one thing i would say though is like um i mean i i, don't, I would like to go to second team games just that they're they're in bilirica it's not particularly easy for me to get to but uh you normally hear of like, like in Ajar, we heard about him long before he came into the first team. Jack Plon, we heard about it long before he came into the first team. Mm. This guy, I've not, I've not heard anything about. So, either he's really young. I think he's twenty. Okay. Um, nineteen or twenty. So yeah. Yeah, but it just seems that. I mean, is he is he brought in to replace Rapara? That's big shoes to fill. Because um, Barry and Rapara, we've lost a. A bowler as well, haven't we? A bat, like someone who can score fifty odd runs regularly, and then but take takes it. wickets as well. Yeah. Um, well, he does bowl as well. You know, I mean, I know they do have to bowl, but yeah, he's um, yeah, right hand bat, and I think was it um, off spinner. I think might have got that wrong. I read it at least at least minutes ago. Um, right. Well, we've we've covered 
quite a lot here in terms of the um, the the county matches. Um, just a quick look at the T Twenty squad. So there's another newcomer um, that we've um, I've been googling this morning and watching on YouTube. Um, now I'm I'm hopefully getting his name correctly pronounced here. Moses Henriquez. Um, he's an Aussie in for the T Twenty and he um, captained the Sydney Sixes. Um, if you get a chance, because um, obviously a lot of us are not particularly busy at the moment, go on YouTube, look him up. Um, he is an absolute powerhouse with the bat. Um, six after six after six, um, kind of sweeping cross shots. Just He's got a bit of a bit, bit Richard style, isn't he, where he sort of plays across the line and everything mm. just goes uh, into that, well, case Cal Corny, call it village cricket. Yeah. Um, but does a bit more finesse than I'm trying to. Yeah, he's, 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 it's not um, it's not just kind of brute force. He has a real sense of control. So I think um, he's likely to be a real asset um, in the blast. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm just looking forward to seeing cricket, though. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for it all to come back. I think everyone's feeling the same thing, aren't they? You know, it's... And especially now that we know that because the season would have started by now, it's you know we we all had that kind of build up, um, that anticipation, and then nothing. Well, I was literally about to get on a plane to Sri Lanka, and then they they cancelled my visa twelve hours before I spent the duty on the plane. Good grief! Yeah, I was so jealous of that as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, if we win the county championship again this year, we can go back next year. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm sure there's a lot of people in your position that would have been absolutely gutted that they're expecting to go to to Sri Lanka. Nice uh, week in the sunshine. Cricket. Lovely atmosphere. But no. Um, be interesting to see what the season is like this year, though, isn't it? Because I, I reckon they'll only... They'll prioritise the T20 because of the Sky Sports rights. Yeah, that's too expensive not to. Yeah. They can't give T20 and the Blast will be the ones that prioritised and then the rest will fit around it I think we'll be very lucky if we get a one day cup in at all that, 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 for me that seems like the obvious one to cancel what the one day cup the T20 because you get the, you get brings in the kids it packs out the um, despite what ECB say you do get full stadium sort of T20 this fixtures yeah. across all the counties they're bigger it's, they're big earners yeah uh, and it's and it's quick so, you, so three hours you could you could play Cricketers can play daily, can't they? So you can really, you can really squeeze that in if you want to. The county championship then to keep the members happy, and also make sure that our, they get first class cricket for the to support the England setup because obviously they need they need to have that long format so the Test squad keeps at a certain decent level and we don't drop fall back for our Test matches. And it seems that the one day, <clears throat> the one day cup, the fifty over one, which is is the one that I think is the obvious one to cancel. Hope, I hope. Yeah, I hope they fit more. I'd agree with you on that. I think that is the one. If I was looking at the fixtures, and short of playing both twenty twenties home and away on the same day at the same stadium and splitting the like gate receipts fifty fifty, it's not bad. Um, that isn't a bad idea, Cheese. <laughs> well, it, it seems sensible as a, as a workaround. If the, you're short of time, you play both because. It's, it's the same as a one-day game, isn't it? Like two 2020s back-to-back. 
That's, that's what they did. They did that in the seconds. Because I used to go and when I lived in Leicester, I used to go and watch Leicester seconds. Because my thinking was there's not much difference between Leicestershire first and second team. So why should I pay, why pay 15 quid to go and watch similar cricket? Um, but they, so the second team in T20s, they play back to back on the same day. So you go along to watch and you see two matches. So I guess and how does that does that work quite well? Yeah, so you, it's it's like I mean it's less overs than than a day than a fifty over match, isn't it? Think about it. So fifty over match is a hundred overs in a day. Yeah. Two back to back T twenties is oh no, it's hundred. Oh, yes, actually, forget that. Is is eighty overs? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's twenty overs for you. So you start at eleven in the morning, and then you play until like a lunch break. They have like a uh, half an hour, forty minute, like they would do for a test match or county championship, and then you in the afternoon you come back and play the second. That's what they did when they when they play like the unicorns in the minor counties. That's what the format take. Yeah, and they could even delay the second game for the prime times yeah. in the evenings. You know, yeah, you play play the first one eleven till two, play the second one you know six till ten. Yeah, yeah, go off, have a bit of dinner, come back. No, I like that. Yeah. We should, the three of us should just organise the cricket season and just tell everyone what they're doing. Well, apparently they've got, they got four contingency plans, ECB. Right. Depending on which month the, the curfew's lifted. So if it's lifted end of this month, they've got a fixture list ready for it. Lifted end of May, they've got a fixture list. End of June, they've got a fixture list. Right. Um, so it's a staggered, yeah. I personally think the county championship, just forget about it this year and play friendlies. So you'd still be seeing cricket, but without the... without the pressure of squeezing in a season in a short amount of time. Yeah, because so it... that would be unfairly skewed, then, wouldn't it? So I can't remember whose idea it was. I think about the ECB of the CEO of Surrey. I can't remember who it was exactly. But they said about having just having, just having um, derby matches. So like Essex would play Middlesex and Surrey. So Middlesex, Surrey, and Essex play each other, or Kent. And then you've got Yorkshire, Lancashire, Durham play each other in a slight, just just like a, like, a series of friendlies. So going back to cricket, what cricket was like, um, hundred years ago. Hundred years ago, when it was just friendly cricket, yeah, you yeah. was playing for honour of winning a game. There's, there's no wider scheme involved in it, and just have for that's this season, sending a season towards October, and just try and fit two. You play two other teams home and away, which you, you could fit in in a few months alongside the T Twenty Cup. That's quite nice. It also takes the whole stress of the travel out the equation as well, doesn't it? That's the one so, that yeah. you can get bigger crowds because Essex, if it's like for us in Surrey, you know, you just pop on the train you know, to go yeah. to London. Yeah. And, and they, they the same, they can just come to Chelmsford. Yeah. So it's not, you can still get crowds. Yeah. And you're still going to get decent gate money. So, yeah, no, not a bad idea, actually. That's the best, that's the best, op- that's the best option I've heard so far. The idea of reducing down to three day matches and stuff, I don't particularly fan of. No. No, it just makes a mockery of it, doesn't it? Well, it's a, just a complete change in the format, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, I agree. So, in reality, would if you had to if you had to put your money on it, what what, what would you say each of, each of you in terms of when we think the curfew is going to be lifted and what what is the likely outcome going to be? If you had to literally just go right, this is all my money. I'm putting it on this. Mm, May, late May. My guess, I reckon international cricket, where they can put the players in hotels and test them, and then if you test as you're fine, you stay in a hotel and you only leave under certain conditions, uh, and they can really control it. 
that I agree with May May to get get it on TV because I don't know if you, I don't know about cricket, but uh, if they're saying it's a Premier League's council, they have to hand back seven hundred and fifty million pounds to Sky Sports in lost TV revenue, and like so, cricket would have to hand back their their deals, and they can't afford it. That'd be crippling. But given that the the government seem to be very very conservative on any disruptions to the economy, that's what hence why the 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 isolation period was so much later than all the other European countries, and they've given a furloughing scheme to companies for two months I reckon that they would have gone what's the most optimistic we can be and if they're saying two months then I reckon we won't see count the, the county game back because the Essex players have been furloughed haven't they yeah. so they're on that scheme until June yeah well I think June June would be quite a I don't think that would be too terrible so if you had a I, don't, I think May is unrealistic if I to be honest with you so that gives you July and August full of full. That, that's enough for a T Twenty competition, and there's also enough to get a few rounds of county championship at either side of that. So I I reckon you get rid of the one day cup, and you've got yourself a, an okay season, which which appeases most 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 of the fans. There are very few few people out there screaming for fifty over cricket. I think I think it's a format that sort of personally I think it's either you go for the the, the proper stuff, which is a four day two innings real real test of your skill and tactics. And then the short and sweet. Let's uh, let's watch a spectacle and have some fun with it. Mm. And the fifty over thing. I think it's the format that is becoming a bit redundant. I enjoy it, but I I can't see its place in the, in the game anymore. I well, don't see who I don't see who's who is loving that stuff. Well, this might be a. Uh, we know it's a time of transition for um, a lot of fields, sport, um, industry, uh, education. Things are changing drastically um, due to the circumstances. Maybe this is the time when. Um, we do actually have a genuine shake-up of, of the formats that we're likely to see in the future. Yeah. Yeah. We'll watch and wait. We'll be very interested. If you are um, if you're on Twitter, it'd be interesting to have your views. Do, do by all means, um, get in touch and let us know what your predictions are going to be. But I think it's been really nice to, to touch base. I've missed you guys massively. <laughs> it's not the same. Like having the, the season to look forward to and building up for the podcast and doing all the prep it's, it's not the same no. I mean, we can't get a cost of coffees can we now being on the phones with each other I know I haven't got a latte and a cheese twist <laughs> it's just it's, it's all wrong yeah. there you go right and this I think we've uh, we've come to a natural end guys but it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you um well obviously we'll upload this to um the various social media platforms um do feel free to get in touch on twitter um and we will look forward to hopefully uh, podcasting again at a not too distant date um so thanks cheers thanks owen cheers Terry, for thank you cool. see you soon <laughs>